everybody. Uh, let's let's pass out some of these dice because we're ready to start recording. Ooh, presents. oh, prezies. Daddy like prezies. I'm gonna eat it. Oh yeah, and uh, everybody, make sure you get you have a packet of special oh, rules. Yeah. Special rules. Special rules. James, what are James, you turn have a G-chat. off your sound? Who's G-chatting you? I don't know. At this ungodly hour. Why are we recording at 3 a.m.? First of all, you know why we're recording at 3 a.m. And why are we doing it in the middle of a fire drill? Everybody, uh, we are at one day until IRPora starts in Bujanith. You have one full day to prepare, but we're, of course, starting after your night at the bar. Uh, so some of you might be a little bit hungover. I don't know. Janet didn't do any drinking, did he? He did that weird... Uh, he had the interaction with the young blood, but he didn't really... That kind of, like, scared him, so he didn't really... You go too hard. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't even thinking about that. I, I was more thinking about the weird drink that he ordered. That was like part beer, part water. It was like watered oh. down. Yeah, he didn't get drunk off that. It's <laughs> very cute. Since we're all kind of in separate places, and there's one more day until uh-huh. the bird race, uh, should we do some sort of Les Mis style end of Act One song where we all encapsulate what where our we individual are and what things? We're doing, yes. As we know yeah, you start. <laughs> Does it feels like the, it feels like one day more. One more day. <laughs> one more bird. <laughs> one more day until the bird <laughs> race. We will race the <laughs> fucking <laughs> birds. <laughs> I I just bought a bird. It's <laughs> a bird. Master of the bird. <laughs> 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 oh. Never raced a bird before. <laughs> Can we do one that I know? <laughs> what you do you know? know? What, what do you know? What do you know? Cats? How much? Uh, no, but Angelical I. birds. Bird <laughs> I am uh. the very model of a modern bird general. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep trying. Uh, uh, God, won't you back that bird up? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, bird. A super bird. <laughs> All right, we got there. We got there to one that we all know. Yes. <laughs> hey, he is risen. Great. Uh, so uh, let's let's go around. Where do we find Travis come morning? Mm, I think just sort of luxuriating in the hotel. Yeah. Wait, where did Travis post up? Because Travis was a bird last night. Drunk, dumb bird. Well, there was a, I believe there was a nice little perch in the room. There was a nice little perch in the room, but like, are, are you getting up with the sun? Or are you sleeping in? Because there, you could have gone to the little perch to fall asleep, but you're a man now. I think that when I turned back into a man, you know, it kind of wakes you up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. It hurts very bad. I forgot. So I think maybe I just went to have a little bubble bath. Ooh. So I'm, I'm just in a bubble bath. I maybe fell asleep. And I think that I probably had a, a some sort of beverage with uh, adult style with me in the tub please describe for me the 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 bathroom and how this this tub is appointed in this it's, wild hotel it room. is absolutely a clawfoot tub oh mm. yes um go- lots of lots of gold mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. and um does it have a view or is it closed in oh i think it has a view cool cool yeah so yeah i, I think we see the sun's a little bit in the sky already um because you you woke up with it uh, when you transformed, you raided the mini bar, and you, you're in a bubble bath. You mm-hmm. said, "Yeah, you're uh, like what? What are you drinking? Um, bath water, <laughs> bubble bath water. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think probably, honestly, like champagne. Probably 
Nice, mm. nice. And I think the the like instead of shower curtain, it's it's just like a a very fancy, very like velvety real curtain. Oh yeah. And it's you know it's kind of like parted you know in the middle like a curtain would be. Cool, cool. Uh, so, and I think it's probably a, it's a black curtain because mm-hmm. that's been kind of the theme with for like the rest gold of this place. Uh, tassels. Yeah, uh, fan fiction artist or, or fan artist is going to have a field day with that one. Fan fiction artists. Uh, let's cut over to Jonnet. Jonnet, I'm going to say based on that description, it's probably about nine a.m. Okay. What are you doing? I feel like Jonnet is like he's rolled out of bed. He's having a hard time just like really understanding why people would like drink in general it's he's not really had like a good time with it yet but he's pondering this while he goes down to like the lobby of the hotel Ooh. for like the their equivalent of a continental breakfast oh yeah they got that continental breakfast All right, for so, sure and so he's um he's got like a bagel he's going for like uh the coffee I would assume coffee is coffee here in this yeah. world. It's coffee. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? Uh, From the hip. Uh, so he's got himself a, a big old coffee. Um, <laughs> that can't be canon. It is totally canon. It's now. iced coffee. Yeah. Ooh, I hate it. It makes me feel bad. Oh, it, it feels very bad. And he's just like he's just like uh, spooning in a bunch of sugar, Aww. just kind of like ch- uh, just chilling in the in the in the lobby. So much that it's just a little like syrup. It's like thick. oh oh god yes, oh. but also gross. Use that boy. Hmm? How would you like to try the omelet station? <laughs> How would you what? like to try the omelet station? I'm his translator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, t- tell him that I would I would <laughs> love to try the omelet station. He <laughs> would love to try the omelet station. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. What, what brings saying? you to Bujanis? Great news. Why are you here? <laughs> Uh, I, I'm. I'm. Uh, we're gonna per- participate in the uh, in the comp- in the bird competition uh, <clears throat> uh, in a day. Uh, I, my my team's gonna be flying. Me and my fellow travelers <laughs> are participating Wait, that's not what I said. in a bird competition <laughs> in, that's sort in of a joke day. Here. <laughs> we are going to be flying, soaring to the sky. Ha ha ha. Ha <laughs> ha, indeed. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> now tell me, little boy, what would you like in your omelette? Ooh, uh, now tell me. <laughs> <laughs> you speak French? <laughs> I, I, I've always thought of myself as a quick learner. I, I don't know. I, he, he said a couple things, and I kind of just picked it up from context. This boy is going places. <gasps> Jacques, I have nothing left to teach you. <laughs> little boy. Thank you for setting me free. <laughs> Where will you go? <laughs> Where's Gabe? Y'all have a cheese omelet? <laughs> cheese omelet? That's barely an omelet. <laughs> it's eggs and cheese. <laughs> Make it yourself. He's a little boy. <laughs> Fuck. This is a way of the Jesus world. Christ. Uh, Gable uh, has been up since 6 a.m. and walks through the lobby, sees... John it and kind of like grabs him by the coat and brings him back up. No, but I can put whatever I want in the omelet. Just put cheese on it. <laughs> Gable gets back into the hotel room uh, and throws a sack down and the sack is full of training materials. There are weights. There are stretch those stretchy bands that make you that are like muscle memory kind of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are like protein shakes and, and <laughs> bottles of water. Uh, 22 hours from, <laughs> yes, from the start. Absolutely. Bulk up. Bulk up. <laughs> uh, and Gable walks over to the bathroom and slams on the door and says, get out. It's time for training. Is that room service? Get out. Okay, but I'm indecent. We have all seen it. <laughs> In all the forms. <laughs> What's your favorite? Mm, bird. <laughs> um, and I want to know, where is Dref? Uh, now, Dref and uh, the captain are... In their room? Yeah. Yes. They're, they're, well, they're, 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 everybody's in it's, the same suite. It's in the suite. Yeah, suite. Mm-hmm. I, Jeff will have been up 
you know, crack of dawn, basically. And Jeff is pouring over uh, the rules of uh, the tournament and kind of waiting for everyone else to uh, finish their shenanigans. JPC, this brings me to the one of the first things that I've prepared for today, which I have written down the rules for mm. this race. Mm-hmm. And in order to figure out how to do it, y'all are going to have to roll to study those rules. Jeepers. Now, uh, JPC, uh. you... Uh, can pick which skill you want to roll with, and I think you have strength. Uh, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! That's how uh, Slam reads the rules. James, uh, what is the ratio of fast to furious on this race? It's how too much fast, fast. Too fast, and also too furious. Oh, gotcha. oh, so that's a one to one. Maybe it's yeah. the <laughs> So you can choose choose a skill. I believe you get to. I'm going to allow you to upgrade this twice because you've. You basically said all you did last night is study the rule book, and you've been studying it this morning. So I think, I think you you are going to get quite a bit. Uh, cool. This is a hard check. Okay. So um, <clears throat> when you say pick my skill, and I'm going to pick a knowledge skill, mm-hmm. does that mean my best skill is knowledge forbidden? Um, but I don't know that this is knowledge for. I, here, here's the thing: it's you're using this the like same techniques that you do to like study forbidden knowledge to study this, and there's no like Got skill it. for Got reading it. a rule book. Cool. Okay, so uh, what's the it, you said difficulty? It's yeah, it's going to be three. Three purple. When we make our own game, though, there will be a school oh, skill for, for reading. Sure. This is a nice paper. Where is this? Eighty pounds? Yeah, it's 80, 90 pounds. Jesus, you're strong. <laughs> 80, 90 pounds. So I got a success, a triumph, and three advantages. Wow. Excellent. You wrote the book. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this book? And it's got like Jeff wearing like a cable knit sweater in front of a like main cabin or something in the background. (laughs) With a bird like perched on his arm. (laughs) So uh, what you are going to be able to get out of this is an entire rule category. You're going to get one full rule category and I'm going to give you another that you're going to be able to get some more nuanced meanings out of. Okay, which brings me to uh, my favorite point. The rule category that I would like uh, to know is specifically the one marked on the sheet as Manvers. Now, I know what mansers are. Uh, <laughs> and I got you with a typo. He did get me with a typo. Uh, Casey, please done. insert the typo horn uh, music in this. Every time the cast catches me with a typo, they get to celebrate with a big, cool ring. Oh, for horn. real? Let's take a break. Let's uh, read through this. So, so when you oh, say, oh, you're going to read it now. When you say I know a section, James, do you mean like... So there, it, that... Uh, is how you play the game. I have written the in-universe rules for how these races work. Oh, um, what a night! And you're you're gonna have to discover that okay. uh, through through playing the game. Okay. Oh, I, I've got scissors right here. Why would I use? Please also note, James made three copies for four people. James was using his hands to dig a bullet out of his arm, but now he's using the scissors. (laughs) No. I always thought... to feel bad, Tyler. That that flea was spelled like the little bug. And Uh, I like that it is... know which one it would be. I like this one better. Yeah. What were you thinking? I imagined F-L-E-E. So the first rule section, and I'm going to let you keep this one, JPC, uh, is going to be the way points are awarded. Mm -hmm. Um, The way this entire competition works is you're going to be getting cumulative points throughout the whole competition. So the race, the bird show, uh, the falconry competition, and the joust are all going to add up to be an overall score. Um, And it's really important to accumulate points in the early events because that's going to determine how you are seated for the joust. Basically, how many fights you're going to have to go through before you get into the champion's battle. Oh, is the joust like tournament? Style. Yeah, the joust is going to be terminate, uh, terminate style. Um, that's a verbal typo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Casey, can we can we get that horn again? Great. Um, so the points are as follows, uh, and of course the cast will be able to keep this. Fifty points goes to the overall race champion. Ten points goes to second place. Five points goes to third place. Thirty points goes to the winningest team by average. So uh, as you trickle in, you know, it it will average. We had one person in second place, one person in tenth, one person in seventeenth. There, there's going to be fifteen points awarded to each racer in the top group. Basically, the first five places are also going to get extra points. Ten points goes to each racer in the mid card. The mid card is sort of a 
oddly defined thing. Um, basically, PCs are always going to be in the mid card unless something disastrous happens to you. For fin- just finishing the race, you will get five points. For finishing the race with decoration, you will get five points. Decoration is something that happens during the race. People throw out flowers. Uh, And if you get a flower of each neighborhood, you are considered finishing with decoration. You're going to get 10 points if you are the most decorated. Usually the prettiest bird that is flying in this competition, if they come out with like a huge heaping horde of flowers and were clearly the fan favorite, they get awarded points. There are four checkpoints during this race. They are going to be at the four corners of the city and there is a banner at each one. For each one of those you collect, that'll be another 15 points. And finally... You get five points for each banner you hold as you cross the finish line. So if you steal one of those banners from somebody else who managed to claim it, uh, you will get points for that. And that's the scoring. So that'll that'll be a big thing. But you also got two successes. And how many advantages was that? Three advantages. Three advantages. Um, So I'm going to allow you to choose between, I think, uh, you know the core rule weaponry is not allowed and you also know that a rider who becomes dismounted or grounded is taken out of the race there are more subtle aspects to those rules uh, and you can spend those two advantages on either weaponry or uh, a grounded rider which would you like to know more about weaponry Okay, so the subcategories for weaponry are using standard equipment as a weapon is allowed. The legal definition of weaponry is up for debate. A riding crop is not considered a weapon. Taking spare riding crops to throw at people would be considered a weapon. Hazards encountered during the course of the race are not considered weapons. Interesting. Oh. I will take hazards encountered during the race are not weapons for 400, Alec. Okay. Alec? Alec. Alec. Uh, let's hit that, let's hit that typo horn again. We no, we're not getting sued. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, so, yeah, Dref has been poring over this rule book. It is written very poorly. It is like a Byzantine collection of rules that reference subsections that, you know, this was written in uh, order of the time the rules were thought up, not collected <laughs> into neat little sections. So it's it's a difficult thing to parse just jumping into it. They say most of writing is rewriting. Uh, an editor would have been of great help uh, in this process. Okay. Sometimes people just can't take the advice even if it's right in front of them. When it's your intellectual property, you sometimes have trouble letting go. But the captain puts a hand on Dreff's shoulder. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. He goes back to the book. <laughs> so Gable was rallying people for CrossFit. It sounds like absolutely. Yeah. We're all doing push-ups to wake ourselves up today, this morning. Mm. Yes, we are. Janet is doing push-ups. Yes. Do we roll two, or what's the? Or if is you, this, if is you this want to have your characters read the rule book and try to understand what's going on in there, you just need to tell me what's... from my cold, dead hands. <laughs> you just, for pride? Well, every, everybody got a copy. Unless, <laughs> uh, I mean, it yes. could be that Dref is reading multiple copies uh, to try and understand <laughs> it better. Um, like a computer hacker having multiple <laughs> screens up, just like <laughs> parsing information, except it's freaking books. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's how people build characters in role-playing games. So and I guess I'm not... if there are like sections and subsections, then it makes sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like I've got the equipment section open and I've got the magic section open. I'm going to get this. Uh, so, yeah, if you think – this is actually twofold because yes. it's not just if you want your character to read it. If you think your character would take some time to try and read the rule book, I'll let you make a roll for it. A lot of characters I can see maybe might try that and – there's also Travis. Yeah, I will not be reading this book. I feel like I know what a race is. You get the bird to the end first. Uh, uh, the, it, the, Am I incorrect? You can win that way, but you can also win lots of other ways, it sounds like. And if you're talking about winning, then uh, 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 no, you cannot win by just getting your bird to the end of the race. That mm. is a way to get points. Uh, but the points are what actually matters uh, f- f- for your scoring, not just being first. Uh, uh, being first is certainly an, an important um, mm, mm, aspect, uh, but someone who comes in third could still beat you 
if they do uh, the other requisite activities. And I understand from the way that you're looking at me that no one is listening to me, um, and I'm okay with that. We're absorbing it with our ears for putting it and putting it away for later when it will become important. It's yeah. not important now. Like a knowledge snack. Yes. Yes. Now, I did order room service, and I do hope that they're okay because it has been quite some time. I think at that there is a knock at the door. <laughs> oh, by the way, I changed your order. It's all greens. Mm, I'm sorry? Greens. We're all eating healthy greens this morning, and I've included uh, uh, in your – you have a tin of water for, that you should refill throughout the day and make sure that you're completely hydrated for tomorrow, and also two shakes. I've put extra creatine in both Jonnet's and Travis's because you are very thin, so you can uh, Thank you. feel a little bit uh, uh, energized this morning. Yes. Well, I'm not going to answer it if it's just salad and water. I'll get it. <laughs> hello? Ah, hello, little boy. Hey, omelet man. Uh, he wheels in this cart. <laughs> Guys, uh, it's the omelet guy. Did someone order the slinger? The slinger? Yes, the slinger. Oh, sure. <laughs> it was changed to greens and water. Oh, well then, no, take it back. Throw it out. No, keep it right here. Okay, I'll throw it out. No. The only the only other thing is for the little boy who ordered the cheese omelet. That's me. And I'll put these greens in here. Oh, I'm having a good breakfast. Excellent, excellent. <clears throat> what is the standard tipping rate here? I'm sorry if uh, if I seem rude. Ah, you are staying at the convenience of the negotiator, mm-hmm. so uh, uh, the broker, rather. Yes. Uh, so the tipping is being handled by the broker, because as I understand, you are all tipping on credit, no? Mm-hmm, correct. The broker would prefer to control how the tips are doled out. Oh, well. Are you saying that because he told you to say that, but really you're winking at me so you can really get some, like, maybe five dollars? Uh, you can you can see him winking. Is there something <laughs> Quite in your eye? Oh, okay. No, there is nothing in my eye. Why would I give you more money for giving me trash? All right, I can <laughs> see that I am not appreciated here. Well, correct. Uh, how about... I'll give you this, and Gable gives them a packet of vitamins. <laughs> Take that with you. It'll power you through your day. Ah, this will help my brittle bones. <laughs> <laughs> hey, omelet man. Thanks for everything today. Everything that you've taught me. I learned a lot about other people, and I feel like I'm just more open-minded. What did I miss? <laughs> this, this boy is going places. Should you ever need my help, you ring this bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me see that bell. Uh, yes, one slinger, please. <laughs> I will be back in a moment. Uh, and he exits the room. I want Gable to have read at least part of the rules, but not too closely. Yeah, well, I mean, it's hard to read the rules, so we'll yeah. just see how you did. Yeah. Um, uh, pick a skill Three. that you think you would be able to use to read these rules. Writing. All right. Um, I don't know what you need. I got two yellers. Two yellers. Two yellers. Two Actually, old mm. yellers. Mm-hmm. Unreadable. Two threats. Two threats. Yeah. There it is. Great. God uh, damn it. So for two threats, Liz, you are going to make it so... Liz just pushed those dice so far away <laughs> from her as if to say, I will never use these again. <laughs> I hope to never. Uh, Gable did try to sit down with the book. You said they got up at like yeah. the, the crack of... Uh, or at 6 a.m., which... Best intentions. It means that, like, you probably got up around the time that Travis was changing, which is interesting to me that... that I don't know. I, I think it's neat that uh, both Gable and Dref were up at that time. Travis. Yeah. Well, I was up, too. Oh, you were up, too. I was up reading. Oh, we were all up. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's just very neat to me. We didn't talk. But, <laughs> <No>. like, <laughs> you picked up the book, and I think Dref saw you pick mm-hmm. up the book and asked you which section you were going to read mm-hmm. so that he could skip it. Oh, no. we're going to cross out some things oh, no. that now you'll never understand. No, James, uh, I don't understand any of this. So I will give you another base rule here. Um and that is no rider can touch a rider of an opposing team. And now I need you to give me two numbers between one and five, including one and five themselves, and we'll just cross some things out. 69. 
Two and four. Two and four. 69. 69. Great. So, Gable, you did manage to learn the base rule that no rider can touch a rider of an opposing team. This can result in loss or transfer of points. Okay. But there are some subtleties that your team is never going to pick up on. Uh. Except maybe during the race itself. Uh, okay. Is anybody else going to try and read the rule book? I will not. I, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> Jonnet is going to read the rule book. Can I direct my research towards like decoration and like how, are there any other like. Ooh, yeah. 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 Like what that means and like how to like rack points in that way. Absolutely. Um, so I will give you a blue die for this. Um, but what skill do you want to use and what dice do you have in that skill? I want to use knowledge adventuring. Okay. Does that work? Yeah. Uh, what, what What are your dice? And that's a yellow and two green. Okay. So you got a fairly good shot at this. Liz, you want to hand those over? I know they betrayed you quite recently. Yes. Dice bad. This a triumph? Oh, yes. That a triumph. Oh, cool. Well, then. Oh, geez. Not as good as I wanted it to be. So it's a triumph, a failure, and a disadvantage. Great. Or a threat. So the triumph is going to net you an entire rules section. Um, and I can explain the colloquial, colloquial thing. Uh, so decoration is while points are awarded for it, there's not a lot about it in the rule book itself. Thankfully, the room was provided with books about the history of Iarpiora and and Bujanith, and one was like kind of a children's book that was very, very simplified, explained some things, and that the decoration system is essentially just something that the crowds do, and over decades and decades, they kind of like bullied the people who are in charge of the race into recognizing decoration in some way. So it's really just about posturing to the audience and trying to get them to reward you. Uh, it is pretty traditional for uh, racers to fight each other over flowers and try to get a full decoration. But really, it's decoration is about collecting good specimens of flowers from each neighborhood and having the most decoration is really just carrying the most flowers. And so is it one of those things where it's like, all right, if an audience member just throws out a like a lay of flowers mm -hmm. will is it just like anybody who catches it midair like it's theirs or is yes like, okay all yep. right and and, and you got to cross the finish line with it for it to count gotcha yeah so i guess what i'm getting here is uh audience interference is discouraged and punishable by jail time people who interfere from the audience are rarely caught and usually the agents are wealthy people. If someone on the sides can be connected to a racer directly, the whole team is given zero points for the race. So if someone from the audience interferes, someone on our side interferes and gets caught, we could all lose all of our points. Well, then we won't get caught. Well, I mean, maybe we... Okay. Wait, does that also mean that if we receive flowers from the broker and his team... That counts as interference? Interference is more like throwing knives. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> trying uh, to kill Knife bird. flowers? <laughs> yeah. Knife flowers? Uh, I mean, like, you can definitely, like, try to plant agents in the... It's just the, the odds of somebody throwing something to, to a racer and the racer actually being able to catch it are mm -hmm. kind of low. So they're not really worried about that in terms of the decoration rules because it's just a hail of flowers that mm -hmm. you're trying to pick up while there's chaos of other bird riders attacking you and whatnot yeah. going on. But Jonnet also rolled a failure and some threats. Uh, <laughs> so that means there are some rules that we're just never going to have access this to. This is very bad. This is going to go real bad. Uh, so, Jonnet, between one and four, I need you to just pick some numbers. I, I, what do you mean I, some? I, I need I, two, two numbers <laughs> okay. between one and four. Uh, and let's, you have between one and four to do this. So that <laughs> is a four-hour window. Okay, well, I'll see you back here in a couple hours. Yeah. Uh, so let's do uh, one and three. Excellent. <laughs> Hey, 
heroes. Welcome to the mid-roll. It's James, your game master, and it feels so good to be doing this show weekly. Heroes, I've got some exciting news. I wrote a book this year, and if you're liking Skyjacks, you might want to check it out. It's called The Ultimate RPG Gameplay Guide. And in essence, it's an explanation of how I approach role-playing games, both as a player and a GM. I do an in-depth narratological breakdown of role-playing games and how they work, discussing things like who the audience for a game is, which improv techniques will actually help you collaborate as a group, and how to pace and structure a plot for role-playing games. The first half is mostly breaking down stuff that you probably already do at the table, but might not have the words to explain. The second half is practical advice, applying techniques from literature, theater, film, and improv to what we do when we roleplay, giving you techniques to harness things like theme and imagery on the fly. I wrote it to help folks have more enriching narrative experiences while they're at the table, because that's what I love about these games. I tried to make it as accessible as possible. There are even some system agnostic game mechanics you can use to inject narrative elements into any game. It also sources concepts and examples from multiple genres. You can pre-order the Ultimate RPG Gameplay Guide now from Amazon by heading to bit.ly slash ultimate gameplay. Or from major retailers like Barnes & Noble and, of course, your favorite brick-and-mortar bookstores. Heroes, we've got a couple exciting events coming up, like on July 6th, we're going to have a live show here in Chicago at Stage 773 for Campaign and our friends, the Cryptid Keeper podcast. I've got a lot of really cool things planned for this show, so I hope you come out to see it. There are still a few tickets left, and I would love if we could sell out this venue. I have no idea how long those tickets are going to stay around, so I'd suggest booking them as quickly as possible. You can get yours by heading to bit.ly slash cryptcamlive. That's C-R-Y-P-T-C-A-M-L-I-V-E. We've also got a live show coming up in August because we're going to Gen Con. And of course, Campaign won't be alone at Gen Con. So many other wonderful one-shot shows are going to be represented at the event. You can find a listing of all of our events by going to the events page and searching One-Shot Podcast. We've got games, panels, and of course, live podcasts. We still have some seats left for the campaign live show, so if you want to see that, I suggest booking them soon. We've really just started our promotion for it, so they could disappear very quickly. Folks, I really love that Skyjacks is a weekly show. We're pretty far ahead on recording right now, and we cannot wait for the audience to catch up to where we are in the story. In order to keep our weekly release schedule, we just need to make sure that by the end of the month, our Patreon is up to $8,500 a month. Right now, we're at 8406 so we are extremely close, and I'm going to keep us weekly until the end of the month because that's when Patreon starts charging for the new month. So if you like what you're hearing and you want to keep it at a weekly rate, be sure to head over to patreon.com slash one-shot podcast and sign up to be a backer. That comes with great rewards, like access to the secret archive, which is full of one-shot bonus content, including the behind-the-scenes world-building that we did for Bujaneeth. Now, before we get back to the episode, I want to take a quick moment and thank some of our Patreon backers. Spuzz, thank you so much. Tiny T-Rex Arms, thank you. Twin Hits, thank you very much. Fomass, thank you. Jon Snow, thank you. Eli Crow, thank you very much. Jackson Probst, thank you. PNW, thank you very much. Jeffrey Hayes, thank you. Will Dane. Thank you so much. Justin Warner. Thank you very much, Justin. Allison Engel. Thank you so much. Dan Bort. Dan Bort. Dan, your name is Bort. Thank you. Sanguinated. Thank you very much. Brian Moore. Thank you so much. Clement. Thank you very much, Clement. Spencer Amos. Thank you so much, Spencer. David Borth. Borth and Bort in the same thank you section. Uh, thank you very much, David. Coin Labonte Bon. Thank you very much. And I want to do a correction for a name that I read on Skyjacks. Amanda and Nick Parparian, thank you so much. 
Thanks again to everyone who supports us on Patreon. You help make this show possible. One more thing before we get back in the sky. I want to remind everyone that if you like Skyjacks, you should sign up for the Skyjacks mailing list. That is going to be your first place to find out about things like live shows, our upcoming soundtrack, special projects like games, and of course, sneak peeks at official art and setting details. You can sign up by heading to bit.ly slash skyjackscrew. With all of that out of the way, let's get back in the sky. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, who needs to know all the rules? <laughs> I mean, Johnny doesn't know the rules to this game and he's doing fine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you you have like spent part of your morning through the breakfast like some of you pouring over the rule book. I assume Travis just sitting there looking cool and and waiting for my slinger. Yeah, eating a big slinger. Oh, it uh, came. Yeah. I feel like Jonnet tried to very like uh, like attack the rule book, but like much like he made that tired noise. spaghetti. <laughs> uh, eventually, kind of like his his brain ran out of bandwidth, and so he went back to doing push-ups. Oh, Gable has you doing burpees. Oh, for sure. Oh God! Okay. After like in breakfast, <laughs> yes, people are going to throw up. People are going to throw up. So we did, we did, we did push-ups. Then we did food. Then we did reading. Yes. Then we did burpees. Yes, exactly. What is this? Training? It is the perfect training regimen. It's for your brain and your body. And then when you throw up, you have more room for more greens. I can't believe like this is on the day that Coast tweeted those gym rat. They're photos. very good. Oh, yeah. those are incredible. Ugh. Short uh, shorts, very very good. So yeah, Gable real into CrossFit. Yes, hell yes. Um, so yeah, you, you you spend the morning uh, training and and prepping a little bit. I'm gonna give uh, JPC uh, give give me one more roll in these rule books because like that roll was for last night. Take out the upgrades of the dice though because this is now not careful study anymore. Now it's, like it's just morning. Stuff. It's just fast, quick, and dirty studying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we're in the books. We're hitting it before the exam. Ooh, and I did worse. Well, uh, obviously. But still good. And this is a success and an advantage. Oh, lovely. Oh, good, good, good. So let me give you some of the final base rules that you need to know. All your final base rules. A writer who is out is still in contention for decoration and maintains points. Points. A A writer who is disqualified is not in contention and loses all accumulated points. The race is one lap around the city. Killing another rider or bird intentionally is a crime punishable by death. But if they die, do you get their points? And if it no. was an accident? <laughs> yeah. What if you made it? If it was like an, an accident, accident, it's not a crime. It's just very sad. <laughs> okay. um, but do you get their points? There, there is no circumstance. In this world, there is murder, but not manslaughter. Now, if they died trying to kill you, uh-huh. there is a chance that you might get their points. Okay, so uh, we got to get other people to try and kill us. Or appear to. Well, we kill them. <laughs> Trick them into trying to kill us. Uh, but you also have access to uh, one more subtlety. Do you want that subtlety to be about the laps for the race? Do you want to know more about becoming dismounted or grounded? Or more about touching riders of opposing teams? Laps for the race. Okay, laps for the race. The race starts on the pitch, but ends by a bird grabbing the victory banner scarf at the end. The champion is not crowned by simply crossing the finish line. The champion is crowned by the first bird who is able to grab that banner. So someone might be able to cross the finish line before you, but if their bird's talons miss the banner, then you can grab the banner. They will still be in first place, but you will be race champion interesting interesting okay now uh you said it starts the pitch is i'm assuming since this is a big event there's going to be like a celebrity that throws out the first pitch mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a conan o'brien or a Can I please skyjack up that name a little bit like a conan o'brien 
Conan O'Brien's a pretty skyjack yeah, man. I guess that's true. Conan O'Brien. Conan, uh, Conan O'Brien is confirmed skyjack. <laughs> <Cannon. laughs> and Andy Richter <laughs> is there as well. Oh, okay, cool. Sounds good. Still morning. The person who understands the rules best is the person who will not be racing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But, Dref, you will be sort of controlling the checkpoint teams. During this race, people who are part of your overall team can provide assets to you on the sidelines. They watch the race. They can signal to you during the race about hazards with signal flags. And they can provide, like, relief. And snacks. Yeah. They can provide relief. They can piss on you as you're riding by <laughs> to if cool you down. If that's what you're into, yes. Most of like most of the crew is prepared to piss on <laughs> anyone. In fact, multiple times while Gable was walking down the stairs this morning, it was offered. Some of the dumber members of the crew were like, "Hey, during that race, Justin, if you need it." I'm not saying you want it, but if you need it, we'd be happy to do this for they you. They don't know what well, I mean. Gable delivered uh, big bags of stretching equipment, asparagus, and water bottles <laughs> to everyone's, <laughs> to everyone's. Uh, So I'm not saying anything. I'm just making implications. <laughs> just sing if you might need it. Here are your big piss energy shirts. <laughs> God, there's going to be... We there, should make big we, piss energy shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And seven yeet tall shirts, in uh, my opinion. <laughs> We talk about piss a lot. <laughs> well, it's a very funny word. It is. It is yeah. extremely funny. So I, I think at this point, like mm-hmm. it, it's probably around eleven. You've you've had a breakfast. You you've had a hearty workout. What does everybody want to do with this day? And I think a big pressing question that maybe you might not be thinking to ask yourselves right now: Which birds are going to be entered in this race, and who's riding them? We should talk strategy. Isn't it all three birds? It could be, or it could not be. Does Travis want to fly? I assume so. Oh. Uh, speaking as the only person who is a bird sometimes, it stands to reason that I should be racing because I know how to be a bird. Well. Do you know how to be a bird? But do you know how to be a bird rider? That's a different thing. And a di- for a different bird. Yes. <gasps> well, I think that... You know, when you really get down to it, I'm not really a bird. I'm just a man who looks like a bird. So I think technically I'm a man riding a bird. So your brain is riding all of these other forms. Mm -hmm. Just like the animals. Spin, go away! I would like to hear him out about the Animorphs at some point in time. <laughs> well, I can, I can tell you I met an Andalite once and... No, I we're w- not talking about Animorphs. I'm tired of your stories. I'm tired of your Animorphs stories. Did you know that before my name was Travis Madigo, it was... Oh, what is it? K.A. K.A. Applegate. K.A. Applegate? Wow. I, they've been published. They're very popular, but now it's done. Come I was on. also R.L. Stein. <laughs> Animorphs and Goosebumps confirmed Skyjack's canon. I have monster blood. Four. <laughs> I realize that. So we're all going to be riding Jonnet, are you interested? We're all riding Jonnet, but he's not even a bird. You're very funny. Thank you. You make me laugh so much. Mm. I'm laughing right now. I can tell. Mm. I would like to race, yes. Okay, yes. And I would like to not race. Yes, we know. Yes. <laughs> I have a question. If You're pronouncing that correctly. Thank you. <laughs> uh, as a sort of strategy, I'm interested less in winning and more in more offensive maneuvers. Okay, she was pronouncing it correctly, but I don't think she knows what it means. <laughs> no, no, no. Question, uh, question mark at the end. Remember, Gable's pronouns are usually they, and right now they're presenting more masculine. He, but it's, it's fine. <clears throat> Would you... John, it like to have the fastest bird. Yeah. Because I think it would be, because I'm more experienced as a rider, I could do more defensive and also just more work in regards to the other riders while you can just focus on speed. The second highest amount of points is for the average for all riders mm-hmm. when they complete. So it is very important still that everyone completes the race as quickly as possible. And remember, mm-hmm. if you are going to be aggressive with people, you cannot kill them, and you cannot use real weapons. They haven't done anything to her- harm us. They're just competitors in a race. I'm According to the rules, the rules may not actually 
reflect what's going to happen on the track. I'd rather you not have to worry about that. Well, they won't be able to catch me then. And also, I'm going to get some flowers. I'm going to get all the flowers. Well, that'll be hard. Lucas is much, much prettier. Just keep in mind that do not get disqualified, whatever you do. If you lose all of the points, it reflects very poorly for our team. Hmm. Travis? Hmm? Oh, sorry. I thought we were all going to try and get disqualified from the race. (laughs) That was not... I know I didn't read the rules, but... Why would you think that? (laughs) No, we need need the points, Travis. John and I, I was... I was being sarcastic, you see. I, it's I, tough because he always is. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, it's I got my game process. face on. Finish first, grab as many banners as possible and hold them, grab as many decorations as possible and hold them, and don't get disqualified. All right. We can do that. Am I taking Flea? Yes. Yeah. Uh, there'll be Flea, and then I'll take Metatron, mm-hmm. and then you'll t- Travis will take Lucas because he's a fancy boy. Bird riding a bird. Another slinger? They wait for someone to open the oh. door. Who's going to do it? John, it opens the door. Uh, you open the door to the spooky kind of hunched form <laughs> of the broker. Hello, little boy. Hey. Hey. <laughs> A good morning. It, good morning. We're good morning. Good, good morning. May, may I come in? Oh, certainly. Yeah. Good. Uh, We're just prepping for the race. It was so close to breakfast, and many people are disturbed by my physical presence. They don't like to see me immediately after having a meal. Oh, are you? That's terrible. That's, That's very sad. What a terrible thing to know about yourself. You're spooky, but not that spooky. <laughs> Who would say that directly things. to you? I got that specific feedback before, and that's that's terrible. I I do appreciate that. He he walks through the door, and you can see he's just got a massive ruff of like crow feathers that is just so very huge and makes his body look so strange. Ugh, that rules. I just wanted to say thank you for. Setting us up in this lovely space. Oh. The entire hotel has been just a, a delight to be in. But please, the, the, the pleasure is all mine. You are helping me with a very petty revenge. <laughs> uh, and also, you, you are going to be instrumental in making me just quite so much money, which I, I appreciate as well. Oh, I suppose. So I, 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 I'm just here to make sure that, that all arrangements uh, are, are set for the race. Uh, certain registration things need to happen. I'll need to know who's going to be racing, what the names of the birds competing are, if you'll need any other birds for your team. I have a thing that was not on that list. Hmm? So <laughs> I'm interested in doing a little bit of mm, mm, pre-race research. Uh, what I'm interested in is, uh, are, are, are there uh, p- public records um, for p- p- previous winners of this tournament, their point totals, and what totaled them those points? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I could have that sent over. Um, would you like a trip to the library? Can I, Daddy? <laughs> no, you can send them to my room. <laughs> please, to the library. Please excuse him. He's sorry. Been I reading all night. I've been reading all night, and I only ate grass for breakfast. You should have ordered a slinger. They were very good. Or had one of the protein shakes. Why but did you make Dref bulk up? He's not even going to be racing. But he's so bulky now. So bulky. <laughs> Move, Square. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I, I, I would really. Uh, 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 Appreciate to read those records. It would help us. <laughs> Strategize. I can have a clerk from my office uh, send over something. Thank you. Um, it, or, yes, again, uh, I'll need to know uh, who is racing, how, how many racers. You can submit up to four. That'll be me and Flea. Okay, you uh, will be riding a bird named Flea. Mm-hmm. And what, what what type of uh, griffin is Flea? That, Gable. You know this. Mm-hmm. It, I don't think anyone knows. I know, but I hope that you would know. I, 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 bird it's, tail dog. It's I a, think it's a bat. I it's think it's got a bat. long wings. Like uh-huh. a bat. 
Albatross. A peacock. A bird. A, a, a seabird. Albatross. Mm. It is seagull. A no, bat. Uh, it's an albatross. albatross. It's an albatross. Oh, an albatross. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. Um, a, a, any other competitors, or is it just the child? I will be on. Hmm. Uh, I will be on Metatron. It's a red-tailed hawk. Metatron, the red-tailed hawk. Wonderful. And I will be riding Lucas, the peacock. Oh, you're you're flying a peacock. Why not? They're not very fast. Uh, it is a race. Well, you haven't met Lucas. I mean, peacocks are very popular. If you're if you're going for decoration, that that is probably a good strategy. Wait a minute, <clears throat> uh, Mr. Broker. Mm-hmm. I mean, you seem to have access to everything in this city. Do you have any other birds that we could ride? Really? So birds are in demand uh, at this time of year, obviously. But uh, there are, you know, trainers who will rent their birds uh, to people like me, and I, I do have the resources and influence to do that. I just need to know if that's a thing that you'd be interested in. Depending on your strategy, if you're going for decoration, then obviously it's a good idea to have a peacock and some some warbirds to protect the peacock. If if you're going for speed because you've got an albatross, then you might not want the peacock to hurt your average. I would love to see the stables no matter what. Can I, Daddy, please? Okay. That, was not, that was not me not being sarcastic. I would really love that. Please. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm sure we could arrange a meeting. Gable, you seem you look excited. Oh, and this, I don't know how often you get to visit Bujanith, but if anybody would Never. like to see anything in the city, I can arrange for, for our guards to escort you there. Oh, Daddy, I would love to see a Bloody Mary. <laughs> well, you are in a hotel, so that that's pretty much a room service level matter. Great, I don't care who brings it. If we only race three birds, does that hurt our uh, uh, total point score? I mean, it, it does hurt your point capacity, obviously, because you have fewer birds on the th- pitch. But uh, if you have three fast birds, then that wouldn't hurt your average at all. It just means you're you're hyper focused. If if you ended up with three birds in the leader group, that's probably worth more points than having one fourth slow bird. How hmm. many other competitors are there? Hundreds. Hundreds. Okay. Oh. Good to know. Perhaps well, probably, that means... probably not hundreds, probably closer to 200 in the race proper. I there was... are some people who just compete in falconry and some people who just compete in the show. Okay. Good to know. So, Dref, what type of griffin would you like to ride? Dref, are you going to race? Uh, we need a bird. You don't need to race. I, I do want to emphasize that. But you'll be cool if you do. Believe me, I'm feeling absolutely no social pressure right now to race a, a, a bird. Race, race. Okay, race, I only race, say that race, because race, I'm feeling race, a tremendous race, amount race, of social race, pressure right race, now and it's not race, even directed race, at me. Chant, 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 chant. So my, my main uh, 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 objective here is to uh, end the race with as many points as possible. And I know that entering into the race myself would be a detriment to our point total. How so? <laughs> I don't know how to ride a bird. Well, I mean, it sounds like if just being in the race and finishing will net you some points. No, you won't. Uh, boy, you weren't listening. Okay. <laughs> what? uh, What's going on? <laughs> so uh, when I get the um, uh, uh, data back from uh, how other competitors have won over uh, the number of years, uh, mm, mm, uh, it will inform our decision all that much more. Uh, it may be useful to go to the stables and look at maybe acquiring a bird for speed if that ends up being a better way to win points. I'm going to go for just fun and enjoyment, and if we end up getting a new griffin through it, well, all the better. What well, is would be for rental, obviously. For rental, yes. What if the captain races? Huh? Ooh. I do not think that would be wise. That's definitely something we can talk about alone mm, when the captain wakes up. From his (laughs) sleeping Mm -hmm. that he's doing. He's doing. The captain sleeps standing up? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) As we see the captain like staring out the window. (laughs) Yes. His head is just like leaning on the glass. (laughs) Deep meditation. Uh, I have one more question for you. Of course. So we've looked at the rules and, uh, oh yes, we've all read them very thoroughly. The rule about no weapons, yes, is that, in your experience, how closely is that rule followed? 
Uh, people try to stretch that rule as far as imaginable. Mm -hmm. uh, I am your sponsor, a man of considerable resources. Should one of you violate a rule during the competition itself, okay. I, I will be in place to provide a reasonable amount of bribes to try and you know prevent you from oh. penalties. But obviously smuggling a sword or a knife or even a club onto the, the pitch is a bad idea. Interesting. It would Thank cost you. me a lot of money. Interesting. Okay. Good to know. Mm. Um, but, is, but is there, before I leave, I, I do have other matters to attend to. I just was so excited to, to see my team of Griffin riders before the big event. Is there anything else that anyone wants to do in the city? I would love to provide any sort of protection for one of those activities if I could. Uh, is there anyone we should talk to? This is OOC. Part of I don't wants, want to. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, part of me wants to like see if we can like see like just the the course or the or like the layout of things, but also I feel like that. Should we have we sold the actual feather weave? Do we do that? No, no, you no? don't. You don't. Uh, that that you will have a meeting about that after everything. Uh, not after everything. Okay, um, in the middle of everything. Kind of in the middle of everything. <laughs> well, on a bird. Um, <laughs> I'd hate to sort of retread old ground, so please tell me not to. But don't. Yes, don't. Don't do that. Okay. Well, I would just love to go shopping. <laughs> What? Oh, if you'd like to see the market, we can absolutely get you to the market. Um, Ooh, I want writer's goggles. Ooh. And that is something that would absolutely be in the market, and it is beautiful this time of year. Absolutely stunning. I will remind you, out of character, Jonnet, there was a possibility that you wanted to visit the reference desk. <laughs> oh, yeah, to figure out... And Spaghetti was very excited for you to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Because um, I need to figure out who that person... Following you. Yeah, yeah, following me. Yeah, so, uh, okay. Hey, broker. Um, yes, yes, child. <laughs> um did I catch your first name? Uh, it's the. just the broker. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, kind of a mononym, but I do carry the article. Okay, well then um, I still uh, kind of feel like there's this person out there that's kind of just looking for me. Is there any place that I can go to, like that reference desk we talked about? I don't know if that's... Oh, yes, absolutely. The reference desk would, would carry most clandestine information in the city. If someone is looking for you, they would be appearing at the reference desk. And if uh, you were looking for someone, the reference desk would be a great place to keep tabs on them. Okay, so I guess I'll go and... I guess just by going, I'd run the risk of running into this person. But yeah, take me to the reference desk. Absolutely. I will uh, uh, set up a, an escort. Is any Would anybody else like to go to the reference desk? I suppose. I would. Is it sort of like a Google situation? You can sort of look anything up. I'm <laughs> sorry. You can take this out. I was just wanting to say things. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to be on mic. Hi, this is Liz. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, leave it all there. I'm a big fan of, you know, talking at, at a microphone. This has been our segment. Liz, Liz, is, Liz is watching the waveform while she's doing it, too. Which <laughs> the, is way, the way that my voice looks. Wow. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we enter the captain's quarters aboard the Uhuru, where our heroes are gathered for an important meeting with Overboard. All right now, all right. As managers aboard this ship, you're all privy to sensitive HR information. Like all right, what's everyone get paid? No, 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 no. Let's... Did you guys get paid? That's not what this is about, okay? Uh, hmm, this is a complaint lodged by a member of the crew. Against us? It has come to my attention that one of the whimsical sick orphans aboard our ship is not an orphan at all, might not be sick, and may not actually be even be a child. Now, this is a very serious allegation. Is, it? is that the end of That's the complaint? That's the end of the complaint, and it is an anonymous complaint. Well, 
okay. <laughs> what does everyone get paid? <laughs> no, no, that's not what we're here to determine. We are here to determine if we want to make them walk the complaint back. Uh, <laughs> or if we want to acknowledge the complaint. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. So part, Spit, of, our, are you here? part of our HR policy Spit is... here out. Uh, okay, Spit, you're now a manager. You're privy to sensitive HR information. Wait, so Party. anyone who just happens to be in the room right now is just automatically privy? Hey, could well, you guys keep it down? I'm trying to take care of something over here. Anyone who walks in the room is now a manager. No, I mean... Uh, oh, good boy, oh boy. Get in here! It's manager! Time. Hey, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Vertone so, Barry, so you take you take jerk off Jerry out of the room. But I've already walked in the room. It is Mitoku. Toku, oh no. <laughs> all right, you're all now a mid-management, mid-level managers. Uh, you're privy to some information, but what not... is the likelihood of a promotion? Because I am I have a lot of ambition on this ship. Oh, uh, it's I mean that's gonna be reflected by a job performance. <laughs> Win other reviews. Spit, you were saying. I, I I feel like it is very bad HR policy that one of the questions that we decide on when we get a complaint is whether or not we want to make the person walk the complaint back. Well, would you that rather? That seems bad. Would you rather them keep a dumb complaint out in the open? Uh, just so everyone's clear. This right? is for them. I was going for a walk, walk the, the complaint. Plank. Yeah, 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 all right. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah, I, I appreciate Good, 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 good. <laughs> I'm an HR pirate. That's. <laughs> The one thing that I am. <laughs> well, I don't. Under- I understand that we've set precedent for any child to be on board. If you are small, you must be sick. These are. Uh, <laughs> if you are a child, you must have no parentage. Exactly. Yes. Th- those are precedents that we've set, but they're not hard and fast hiring guidelines. I don't think anyone got brought on board under the pretense of you know. Well, I think most of the sick orphans did get. You know, on board the ship because they are sick orphans. Yes, and they are, as we've said before, prisoners, so we didn't hire them. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Legally, they are prisoners. Legally, they are mm-hmm. prisoners. We did skirt that law. And the fact that they don't have parents is really in our favor because no one can really uh, r- r- register complaints on their behalf. Right, right, so. right. Who's going to file a complaint? Like, uh, yeah. Oh, what if they file collectively, though? What if they unionize? Oh, like a class action law. Yeah. Oh, because if you add all their ages together, they would be they, an, an adult. adult. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they, where would they get the money to, like, see it through in court? That's I fair. mean, they're not getting paid. Yes. The, 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 the complaint here says that they might not even be a child at all. Oh, so, mm-hmm. yeah, they could be adults already. Or, or I thought ghost. Go, ghosts. <laughs> they could. Ghosts. Ghosts. Well, Calm down, we could, spit, all right? <laughs> or two ghost infants In- stacked on top of each other to make one hu- human child. Well, if it's ha- a goddamn person on this ship, there definitely is two or something stacked <laughs> on top of something else. How do you tell if a person is a child or an adult? I have not heard this joke. No, it's not I a... I through here. It's not it's, a joke. Please it's, tell us the punchline. It's not a... It's a riddle, then? Yes, Surely it's a riddle. Kind of payoff. If there is no, one... I, is it's, this an allegory? <laughs> no, I just... I a thought there might be tale. some sort of scientific way to to decide, you know, since you're a doctor, if oh, you maybe, yes. I don't know, some sort of hair sample or something? Yes. Uh, well, the easiest way to uh, uh, tell if someone is a child or an adult is to ask them how many they are. And if they say this many and hold up a number of fingers, they are a child. What if they hold up, say, 45 fingers? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's a 45-year-old person. That's definitely not a child. <laughs> And those are tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> and not a child, then. Yes. Uh, that would be some sort of uh, 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 Cthulhu-esque, <laughs> illithid, uh, 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 mind flare creature of the deep dark. Now, some of those, I think, are, are property of wizards of the coast. So <gasps> we've got to be really careful about <laughs> yes. which one we say. Oh, boy. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, well, we're <laughs> pirates, so technically everything that we do is illegal. Yeah. Well, what if I go into a store and just buy a thing with money? What are we talking about now? <laughs> I'm just saying that's not illegal. It's not illegal to purchase goods. Oh, no. yes. Anything we do, because we are pirates, is illegal. So whenever I dance, it's illegal. <laughs> mm, yes. Now you've g- g- got it. Well, in most towns, that'll be true, for sure. The Footloose Town, yes. Mm-hmm. But, well, all, pretty much all towns have a Footloose Law. Really? <laughs> oh, absolutely. When Ever since are... the seas turned, <laughs> loose feet sink ships. <laughs> <laughs> 
kill All right, so we'll make them walk the complaint back. (laughs) Uh, uh, Campaign Skyjacks is a one-shot network production. For more information, be sure to follow us on Twitter at at CampaignPod for updates about live shows and other events we might be doing. You can find more great gaming shows over at OneShotPodcast.com. Like Warda. Warda is an original fantasy actual play podcast created by Ali Grauer and Drew Merzieski. It's one part Game of Thrones, two parts Downton Abbey, served on the rocks with a twist of Agatha Christie. Discover magic, mystery, and more than a little sociopolitical commentary along the way. The city holds thousands of stories. What will yours be? Jonnet Kessler was played by Tyler Davis, who can be found on Twitter at Tyler A. Dave, on Mainstage with Second City, or at IO with Devil's Daughter. Gable was played by Liz Anderson, who can be found on Twitter at Liz Anderson underscore underscore underscore, or at Comedy Sports Chicago with the One Woman No Show. Travis Matigo was played by Johnny O'Mara, who can be found on Twitter at Johnny and Briefs, or on his podcast, Dilettante Ball. Dref Wormwood was played by John Patrick Cohen, who can be found on Twitter at JPSoFly, on stage at IO with Devil's Daughter, or on his podcast, Hey Riddle Riddle. I am James D'Amato, your host and game master. You can find me on Twitter at OneShotRPG, or on my other podcast, OneShot. The original music featured in this production was composed and performed by Arnie Parrott. You can find Arnie on Twitter at A-R-N-E, P-A-R-R-O-T-T. And you can find more of his work at atptunes.com. This episode was edited by Casey Tony, who can be found on Twitter at Casey Pony, spelled C-A-S-E-Y-P-O-N-E-Y. Or on his own podcast, Neoscum. Our logo was designed by Fiona Shea, who can be found on Twitter at Fiona Pup. The world of Sphere was inspired in part by the music of the Decemberists and the card game Illimat, property of Together Studios. The role-playing game used for this production is a modified version of the Genesis role-playing system published by Fantasy Flight Games. There are no kings. Take flight, heroes. Health to the strangers who've ever been kind And once for our friends ne'er to rise Twice to the dearest we're leaving behind Who know we can never deny The call of the sky